Hey, to, while they're doing that, for all the people that have helped out today, those on the coffee machine, those taking orders, those buttering breads, those buying bread, those cooking bacon, those supplying eggs, those that laid the eggs, that was a big sacrifice for some. Um, for those that cooked the eggs, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, bless you. For those that set up the barbecue, for those that got the gas bottles, there's a whole bunch of people, really, just to, ha- just to have a slightly different day, yeah? I think every dad and every mum enjoy Mother's Day and Father's Day because it means that you don't have to do anything. But I'd imagine to a degree it'd be nice on a day like today where the, the better halves don't have to look after their, their you know, husbands, their partners. <laughs> because they left it up to the church. Yay! <laughs> but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the bacon and eggs. Who enjoyed Wait, wait, Stephen, you had your egg roll. How was your egg roll? Good? Yeah. Yeah, and we know Dave had a bacon roll because he doesn't eat eggs. But anyway, um, thank you. So I hope everyone's enjoying the day. I hope you've got good plans for the day. It's really a day that you should, you should celebrate uh, across the board. Um, I said in our newsletter... And I often say that today's a day that we celebrate dads, we celebrate granddads because there's a whole generational lineage thing. And let's face it, there, there are some of us and some people that haven't had great role models, yeah? But generally speaking, most people have good dads, good granddads. And then there's stepdads and foster dads and wannabe dads and, you know, mentors and coaches. And I think it's important that we... We celebrate them in the same way that we celebrate women on Mother's Day and grandmothers on Mother's Day because at the end of the day, each and every one of us are created in Father God's image, yeah? The person next to you is created in their image. The, for those that are female, the male next to you is created in his image. For the men, for the females beside you, they're created in, in his image, because it says really clearly in Genesis in 1.27, God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. That means God, our Father, is both male and female. Because the reality is he's not gender, he's spirit. But there's male attributes of God and there's female attributes of God and we see them in each and every one of us. So I love the ability and the freedom that we have to celebrate and honour men and honour women because we're created in the image of God. Amen? And so for me anyway, and I know for our church, we'll continue <laughs> to honour the men and continue to honour the women on those particular days because sometimes it's just nice to have someone recognise all the work that you do that doesn't get seen, yeah? It's nice to hear somebody say, thank you. Thank you for all that you've done. And so we want to say thank you today. But anyway, Mel's told me that I have to be really quick. So I've said that before and apparently failed miserably. So (laughs) I'll give it a a burl. I want to have some fun today. Is that okay? So I've chosen some video clips that depict some of the attributes of fathers or men, yeah? By the same token, you may also find that those video clips... They, they may, you may be female and liken yourself to them as well, and that's okay. But today I'm speaking to the men because I want to say thank you to the men. Is that all right? Yeah. So the first thing I want to suggest is in most cases, not all cases, because 
I sometimes fit into the other side. But in most cases, dads will do anything to spend time with their kids. They will. So, Steve, you need to make sure you get the volume up, get the lights down. Here's our first clip. Just the fact that dads will do anything to spend time with their kids. Let's see. Pinch your basil. I love this. Oh, damn! Ah! Ah! Oh, God. Get a blue! Oh, wait. Easy, easy. Oh, damn. Come down. Oh, 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 come on. Hey, hey, hey. Come on. Oh my God, it's clotted. Oh, God. This hollandaise smells like burnt rubber. God, it's hot in here. As a woman, I'm getting hot flashes. <laughs> I love that clip and that movie, that PG rated movie, by the way, for putting it out there. Um, there goes the mic. We just bought it, we'll buy another one. Because um, in, that, in that clip, Robin Williams and, and the character that he plays will do anything to spend time with his kids, yeah? Even going to the extent of dressing up as a woman. Now, some of us may not have gone to that extent. Some of you dads may hold a secret that I know nothing about, yeah? But the truth is that we love spending time with our kids and I'm going to suggest that it's because it's hardwired in us, yeah? It's actually, we're created in the image of God and so the desire to spend time with our children is actually hardwired on the inside of us because it, it comes from Him. It's an attribute, attribute that word, from God the Father himself. So if you think about it, Father God did everything he could to spend time with us, yeah? Everything to bring us back into right relationship with him. I mean, he was determined to have you and I in his life. And that's why it says in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, he gave his only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. You know, he couldn't do anything more to spend time with us. So... When fathers of all shapes and sizes do strange things, weird things, wonderful things, exceptional things, it's because that desire comes from God. Amen? Is that all right? The next thing I want to suggest that, you know, dads do, granddads and all those other dads, is that we love to teach our kids stuff. Yeah, we, we love to teach our kids stuff. We love to teach them how to kick a football. You know, this is the right way to do it. Some of us get carried away and we let perfection get in the way of good. You know, anyone else been there? We love to teach our kids how to, how to cook and how to pick up their shoes and how to fold their sheets and how to put their clothes away and how to do their homework. And we teach them lots of different stuff. We give them life skills. I want, want, want you to watch this video because this one's good too. Look, Simba. 
everything the light touches is our kingdom. Wow. A king's time as ruler rises and falls like the sun. And every dad One thinks day it sounds similar, like that. The sun will <laughs> set on my time here and will rise with you as the new king. And this will all be mine? Everything. Everything the light touches. What about that shadowy place? That's beyond our borders. You must never go there, Simba. But I thought a king can do whatever he wants. Oh, there's more to being king than getting your way all the time. There's more? <laughs> Simba. Everything you see exists together in a delicate balance. As king, you need to understand that balance and respect all the creatures, from the crawling ant to the leaping antelope. Dad, don't we eat the antelope? Yes, Simba, but let me explain. When we die, our bodies become the grass, and the antelope eat the grass. And so, we are all connected in the great circle of life. Does any other dad, granddad, believe that when they speak, they sound like that? Samuel. Like, I hear myself with that voice. Samuel, Nathan, come with me as I show you how to kick the football. You know, like, <laughs> I know I can't kick straight. That's not the point. The point is that I want to teach you, my son. Uh, I just, that's our heart. Isn't our heart just wanting to impart to our children, even those that we mentor, for those that mentor at schools and high schools, we just want to impart all of our goodness, everything that's inside of us. We want to be able to share that with those that are coming up behind us. You know, that's hardwired inside of us. Now, again, I, I'm putting it out there. Yes, I'm talking to dads, but I know that's mums too and grandmums and granddads. I know that's all of us. It's hardwired inside of us because we're created in the image of God to be able to and want to do that. I'm forever wanting to show my kids, you know, let's play Xbox and I'll show you how to really play FIFA until they beat me miserably again, you know. Like we just have those moments where we want to do stuff with, with our kids. And Barry shared, you know, you shared, Barry, when you were on the panel that you used to love going and watch Ben play sport and then he finally got his car and he's doing his own thing. And it gets to a point where I'm even noticing now at 9 and 10 where they're starting to say, no, no, we can go to the supermarket on our own. No, no, you wait here and we'll go and do that. No, no, don't, don't give me a hug. It's embarrassing. You know, they're wanting to do their own thing, you know. But deep down inside of us, we want to keep loving and keep sharing and keep imparting because that's an attribute of God. Do we always get it right? No chance. As fathers and grandfathers, we can all testify and put our hands up of times that we've got it wrong. But the desire to teach, the desire to lead, the desire to instruct and to bless our children comes from Father God. You know, John 5 verse 19 says, Jesus gave them this answer. Very truly, I tell you, the son can do nothing by himself. He can only do what he sees his father doing. Because whatever the father does, the son also does. For the father loves the son and shows him all he does. Yes, and he will show him even greater works than these so that you will be amazed. It's in our being. It's in us to want to impart to them. So when you've got the desire to want to share something with your children, just know that God's put that inside of you. Use it. It's valuable. We've only got a certain amount of time to be able to do that. Amen. 
What about this? Every dad would move the earth to find their children if they were lost, wouldn't they? Has any parent here ever lost their child for a moment in a supermarket? Just for a second, you've lost sight of them. Like, and you just panicked. Yeah, look, we've all... We've all done it. Probably there's some of us that could leave our hands up to leaving our kids at school, you know. Um, but that moment when you realise that, where are they? And you're just gripped with this fear, but then it doesn't matter who's in front of you, they are just an obstacle. They are not human. They don't have feelings. It is just, get out of my way. I'm looking for my son or my daughter, yeah? It's like you're bumping into people. You're asking, have you seen? Have you, did you see my... He's about, and they're like, what? And you're like, oh, you're no use. You know, it doesn't... Because you're just desperate to find them. That, that, that's hardwired inside of us from God. Watch this video. Hey! Where's Nemo? Nemo! Nemo? It's okay. Daddy's here. Daddy's got you. think I would cross the entire ocean and not know as much as Sandy Plankton? He was 150, not 100. That's an awesome movie. Because Marvin the father has to face fear. Mar- Marvin. Sorry? No, it's a V, isn't it? Oh, well, it doesn't matter. It's a V for me. I've got the mic. So... Marlon, Marvin, the father, yeah, Nemo's dad. Anyway, he just, he, he swims across the ocean. He's fearful to go outside of his front door. But for the sake of his son, his child, he's going to face everything that he's afraid of. I remember times that Samuel's called me and I've had to walk into his room and there's been like a spider in there the size of his pillow and I had to be brave. I had to face death to save him, you know? It's not the point is I try to be brave. I, I, I try to be brave. See how the story gets, they, they ruin the story. The point being, most of us have done things that, you know, we wouldn't normally do. You know, the, the ball that falls into the gutter in the street. Any dad ever had to lift the gutter, you know, that's out in the street, the curb, and climb inside to get the ball that they ever done that? Yeah, I have. Yeah, there are just some things that we do that we wouldn't normally do. Marlon would never have crossed the ocean for Nemo. But because of the love of his son, man, that, that's hardwired in a parent. It's hardwired in a dad. It's hardwired in us. 
It's just there. It's instinctive. It's in our inner being. It's because it comes from God. It comes from Him. Even when we're fearful, we're like, it's okay. We'll take care of it. We'll, we'll, we'll do it. I've got this. It's, it's okay. It'll be fine. Everyone ever uttered those words to one of your children? Yeah, it's okay. It's fine. I've got this. It'll be okay. You know, Luke 15, verse 3 says, And Jesus told them this parable. Suppose one of you has a hundred sheep and loses one of them. Doesn't he leave the 99 in the open country and go after the lost sheep until he finds it? And when he finds it, he joyfully puts it on his shoulders and goes home. You've got to understand that picture. He leaves 99 for the one. It makes no sense. Yeah? Makes no sense. I'm going out to find the one and I have no idea in what direction they've headed. I've got 99 that are safe and sound that I need to look after, but I'm going after the one. That's Father's heart. So when things come up with our kids and we do anything, even when it doesn't make sense, it's because it's hardwired inside of us. You know, we naturally have the tendencies of dads and mums and parents. It's inside. Even those of us who have times have said, I'm just not maternal. I don't have that instinct. I, it, I'm, listen, it is inside of you because you're created in the image of the living God. He doesn't leave bits out. Yeah? You have to understand that. He doesn't leave bits out. It's just there. Luke 15, 8 goes on and says, Or suppose a woman who has ten silver coins and loses one. Doesn't she light a lamp and sweep the house and search carefully until she finds it? Now, I don't know about you, but if I had a hundred bucks in my pocket and I lost a dollar, I wouldn't care for the dollar. Makes no sense. But who's ever been driving a car and you know you've dropped a coin? It's gone down the side of the seat. You don't know what the size of the coin is. You just heard it drop. Who's ever found themselves driving but looking for that coin? Is it just me? Please don't let me be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that, that coin, you know, because in your head you're thinking it could be bigger than what it really is. It could be a $2 coin. But, you know, sometimes we do stuff that doesn't make sense, especially when it comes to our children. We drive further, yeah, we stay awake longer, we give more, we do things that others would say, hey, you know, that's probably enough. But it's hardwired in us from Father God, amen? But this one, this is, this is my favourite. This is my favourite. See, I believe as dads, whether we're able to articulate it or not, we want and believe the best for our children. Like we just want the best for them. We desire the best for them. And sometimes those desires and those dreams don't come out in our words because we just don't know how to share it or you know, how to encourage in that area. But... The desire within us doesn't, doesn't go away. And, and, I, and I know for myself there are times where I have one of those epiphany-type moments, a little bit like this video. A GoPro! Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. You know, uh, you'll probably be about as good as I was. That's kind of the way it works, you know, and I, I, I was below average, you know, so, whoa. So you'll probably ultimately rank somewhere around there, you know, so I really, uh, you'll excel at a lot of things, just not this. I don't want you out here shooting this ball around all day and night, all right? All right. 
somebody tell you you can't do something not even me all right all right you got a dream you got to protect it people can't do something themselves they want to tell you you can't do it you want something go get it Period. So good. So good. I reckon I've watched that clip ten times in the last week. I want to watch the movie again. Yeah? It's just such a special moment. And I think as dads sometimes, and I could just be speaking for myself, you know, there are dreams that we have for our kids that sometimes are limited by our own experience. You know, what we've been able to achieve, what we've been able to do. We're dreaming for something bigger, but we can't quite grab hold of it. And so we want to do the right thing. And we say, look, you know, you go for that dream. You're going to be that champion but if it doesn't happen, and then we start to share our experience, yeah, just to soften the blow, just in case. But that, for me, is, that's the heart of Father God. That's God saying, I have a destiny and a purpose for you that you can't possibly imagine. In fact, it is so big that I will do more in your life than what you can imagine. I'll do more in your life than what you can actually ever think about. In fact... What I believe and what I see for you is so great that you're even going to do greater things than me. Yeah? That's how a father dreams. That's how our father dreams of us. So when you're speaking into the life of your children and you have that moment and you think, hold on, let's not kill this, let's believe for this, that's because that's put into us by father. It's supposed to be there. We're supposed to help them and dream with them. You know, and I often say to Samuel, you know, you'll kick further than what I, I was never a great kick, but you'll kick further than me. I haven't yet conceded that he'll be able to beat me in a fight yet, but I'm sure that that's, I'm sure that's probably coming. Because <laughs> we limit the dream with what we've achieved. Let's not be those people. Let's be like Father God, yeah? Let's be like him. Because in John 14, 12, because all he desires for us is the best. Very truly, I tell you, whoever believes in me will do the works I've been doing and they will do even greater things than these. Yeah? That's what he's put inside of us. Yeah? As dads, as mums, as parents. That's what he's put inside of us. And so, God our Father is always setting us up to do bigger and better things, greater things. That's his desire. He encourages us to dream. But knowing, knowing that it's Father's Day and knowing that I've got no time, why don't we all stand? <laughs>
We can have the lights. Thanks, Stephen. Today, I just want to honour fathers of all shapes and sizes, you know, men of all ages, regardless. People who have stepped into that place of being able to mentor and father and grandfather, those that are dreaming about it one day, those that have got young friends that they speak life into. To all of you, I just want to, just want to say thank you. I just want to honour you, you know. I just want to bless you in the same way that you bless others. You know, every father, every grandfather, every, st- every, every type of dad, there are things that you've given up, yeah, for your children that no one has seen. Yeah, things that you've let go of. Dreams that you've foregone so, to bring alive. Their dream that no one would ever know. Yeah? That's the heart of Father God. Yeah? Just to... Didn't he let go of his own life that we might live. And so we want to honour you for the times that you've given up a part of your life for your children or your grandchildren or those that you know. Times that you've eaten things that you would never eat just so that they can be happy, yeah? Times that you've not eaten what you've wanted to eat so that they can be happy, yeah? Times that you've gone to places that you had no desire to go to so that they can be happy. We just want to say thank you today. Today's a day that we honour you. Today's a day that we just say thanks. Yeah? And I know, and I know, and I know, and I know, and I said earlier, not all of us have had the best examples, but we pray and speak life into that. Amen? We just want to acknowledge the things that you've done in secret, the price that you've paid that will never be counted because our Father in heaven says thank you. He says, thank you to each and every one of you. And I just want to pray a blessing over the men of the house. Is that all right? So if we just, if you don't mind and if you can close your eyes, let's just pray for a moment. And Father, I just want to pray a blessing uh, upon every dad, God, every granddad, every I'm about to be a dad, every foster and adoptive dad, God, every one of us that has an opportunity to speak life into someone that's that's younger than us or someone that looks up to us. Father, we just pray that we would be able to step into that gap, step into that space, Father, that you're bringing us into, that we would receive wisdom from you, that we would lead and love the way that you've led and loved us. Father, that we would show the same wisdom that that you've shown in our lives, in their lives. Father, that we would be able to shoulder and walk alongside, that we would be able to carry the burden of. Lord, that we, when we are with them, Lord Jesus, life would seem simpler and easier, that we would be able to create a safe place in the same way that you've created a safe place. Lord, in the same way that we imagine ourselves with you when life is just roaring around us, And yet we find peace. May they seek solace with us and find peace even when life's at its loudest. Father, we ask you to refresh every every male body in the house right now. That within their spirits you would rejuvenate, Father. Within their physical being, Lord, you take away ailments that have restricted them. Father, within their minds that you would lift heaviness, God, and negativity that you would replace it, Father, with your warmth and your love. Lord, 
with your thoughts. Lord, that our minds would be renewed, that our bodies would be made brand new, and that, Father, our spirits are brand new. Lord, created in the image, Father, thank you that as your ambassadors, Lord, I pray that we would bring that reality into the reality of our fathership. (laughs) And we thank you. We thank you for every dad that's gone before, those that are no longer with us. And we pray for peace for those that are mourning the passing of their fathers and grandfathers and great-grandfathers. Father, may their memories and their legacy not die. Lord, may they remain alive. And for those that have had, Lord, not so good examples, Father, we pray, Lord, now that you would do a work in their heart, that you would bring a restoration and a peace and a forgiving, that they would know within their heart of hearts that their fathers and grandfathers did the utmost best with what they knew and what they had. But I thank you, Lord, that from today, from this moment, we write a new song. Father, we write a new chapter. Lord, the next chapter of the book is all the good things that we've done with what you've sown into our lives. And so as dads in the house, Father, we're writing a new chapter, a new chapter, a new legacy for our children and our children's children and our children's children's children. Father, that they would grow in the knowledge of how to be God-fearing, God-inspired dads, that they would speak life into their children. So we thank you. We thank you for these moments. We thank you for these days of remembrance. We give you all the glory and all the honour. And all these people said, have an awesome Father's Day in Jesus' name. Amen.